Hey, Neil Brennan with the Champs here. Here's some dates. Uh, this is Neil, April 12th through 14th. I'm going to be at, in Bloomington, Indiana at the Comedy Addict. And April 19th through 21, I will be at the Stress Factory in New Brunswick, New Jersey. And then May uh, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and 5th, I will be at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina. Fuck with me. Speaking of fucking with me, please fuck with me. It's Moshe Kasher. My book just came out, so I'd love for you to pick it up. It's called Kasher in the Rye, and you could change my life if every champ bought one. Be a champ. Buy that shit. And I'm going on book tour as well. I leave very soon, uh, and I will be going to a city near you. San Francisco, Oakland, uh, Chicago, Detroit, Oklahoma City, St. Louis, uh, Bloomington, Indiana, Vancouver, Seattle, Portland, and Edmonton, Canada. I'll be in all of those places at all of those uh, in the next couple months, so please go to my website, MoshaKasher.com, to see all of my dates follow me at Moshe Kasher. Hey, this is Doug here, and um, I'll be at the Bridgetown Comedy Festival in Portland April 12th through 14th, I believe. So, fuck with that, and then I'll be home reading Moshe Kasher's book. <laughs> Please do, ladies and gentlemen, you're about to hear a very good episode of The Champs. Thank you for tuning in. Jose Canseco, go. <laughs> heard that before. Are we listening yeah. to video game music? No, that's uh, that's CB, that's that Fox, NFL and Fox, correct? Ladies and gentlemen, you're the fucking with the champs once again. It's the baseball theme Yeah, baseball. Fox. Oh, that's, yeah, that's straight out of MLB. Appropriate. Venice, California. We yeah. are fucking with the champs once again. My name is Moshe Kasher. You know who I am. How do you spell that? It's complicated. What the hell? Okay. My name's Neil Brennan. You've got uh, Doug Pound on the, on the ones uh, and ones. Mike, drop something, something, Doug. Yeah, um, don't. You know, I'm All right, cool. <laughs> uh, Doug just forget me. Just our move on. guest today. Now, people think Twitter is stupid and it never accomplishes <laughs> it anything. Is. But and bullshit. They're, they're mostly right. But in the rare instance, this past Friday, somehow I tweeted something about you and LMFAO, uh, Jose Canseco, and within minutes we were we were linked up. Ladies and gentlemen, the legendary baseball player, Mr. Jose Canseco. Yes, yes, Jose Canseco, ladies yes, and gentlemen. Yes, I am here. Unbelievable. Yes. Uh, it's this thing. This thing came together real quick. I can't. I I'm, can't. This is about as happening. excited as I've been. Why am I here? I also feel very. We don't know either, Jose. No, we I don't, don't know either. No one. Uh, well, I guess we'll find out. I don't know if you know this, but I'm actually from Oakland. I'm from. You Oakland. are from Oakland, <laughs> and yes. it's such a pleasure to have you in the studio. You grew up with with uh, with with the Bash brothers. With the Bash brothers. Big time. Can we bash, or do you not do that anymore? You're don't tired. hurt me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> McGuire used to bash me really hard. Did he really? Broke my you arm one time. Then I took it on Polonia. I almost broke his arm. Would he? Would he bully you for real? Would he? Would he really bash you? Oakland, California. Tell you what, when he hit a real hard like line drive home run, one of these bombs he used to hit, he was excited. I don't know. His testosterone level must have been really high. He'd come in. Why real do you hard. think that was? Why, why, do you think his yeah, why was his testosterone so high? I guess because I just injected him. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it, it must Thirty have seconds been in, and we're talking overkill. about steroids. I, I love the champs. I don't. Hey, you know, it was part of baseball. What the hell? We all did it. You uh, guys, yeah, you guys need it. some steroids. Yeah. 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 We're weaklings. You're We're 98 pound yeah. weaklings. Yeah. Uh, what? Okay. So you were a good base, good athlete. As were you big as a little kid? Were you like? No, you, I was about uh, you guys' size. I was tiny. People when you were a like child, you, you were our size. We're grown. Yeah. Men, when I was, I was in high school, I was about your size. Yeah. I don't know if you can tell, but we're actually adults. I'm an adult. We're, we're <laughs> oh shit! Sure. Sure. I thought this was a kid show. Yeah. Oh fuck. Okay. I'm sorry. My bad. You were a good athlete. I was an average 
high school baseball player, to be honest. No I didn't way. make – yeah, first year was uh, JV. I was the MVP. Second year was JV. I was the MVP. Last year, my I high school – I think your idea of average is a little bit skewed. You were the MVP. You were the most the valuable, the most, uh, most valuable, valuable you know, small guy. I don't know. I yeah, don't know what sure. to call it. And then varsity – my last year, I was the MVP. Okay, so then you, where did you go to college? No, I was drafted right out of high school. Oh, were you really? Yeah. Did I you think know. that was going to happen when you were the MVP of JV? Were you like, no, I'm never going to be in the and then and then what happened your senior year? Did you just get bigger or you got better or what? No, the same, probably about the same size, maybe a little bit heavier. I think I graduated five eleven, I think one hundred sixty pounds or something like that. Okay, so I was pretty much a weak link, and then I was a late bloomer. And then so went to the minor leagues. Yeah. Did you did you shower a lot? <laughs> did you? Yeah. I asked, did you shower a lot? Did you shower? Were you <laughs> afraid to shower? Questions. It, were you afraid to shower in front of other dudes? Were no, you that kind of late bloomer? No. No. I mean, I didn't start showering in front of people until I was what 18, 19 years old. So no. And then you were fine. I you had a fine. full full bouquet of pubes. Oh, nice bushy. Uh, well, just I shaved now, profound but yeah. Afro no, I was. I really, I was late bloomer. Really had no underarm hair, and I don't think. Now, do you have pubic hair now, Jose? Um, a little bit. Very little. I, okay, I, good. I, I shave well, real well. Good, good, good. You have a fade. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a, a high fade. In honor of <laughs> Oakland the in the pits. 1990s. Yeah. With the Oakland A's on the that's side of it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I got. Shit. Uh, okay, so then you got drafted uh, to the A's? I was drafted in, I think, 82. It's a long time ago. And went straight to the minor leagues. So I went to the Florida State League. I was, I think, just still 18 years old. Was yeah. it a team? Was it a feeder for the A's? It was an affiliate for the A's, uh-huh. and it was a very tough league. I think I only got 11 at bats. I had one hit. Uh-huh. It was. Uh, you were voted MVP, though, correct? <laughs> yeah, no. Not but they there. didn't know. So nobody thought at that point you weren't thought of as like this is the guy. This yeah, what were you? Be a if you were 5'11", right? you must have been. Well, playing I what? was thought of. This is the guy. This oh, the yeah, guy they're about to release me. That's the guy. Oh. That was. <laughs> the like, guy that's about to get that, fired. Like, what the fuck is this guy doing here? He's uh-huh. like, he never plays. He can't hit. He's scared as hell. He, he looks like a little kid. And uh, from there, since I didn't do well, they sent me to Idaho Falls, which was back then, you know, Mormon town. There's nothing oh, wow. out there. Yeah, when you get demoted uh, from Florida, it's a real demotion. Uh, so then you finally get into the league. No, right. I, I'm in the league. That's just right, but the you minor finally got, You got out of the minors. I get, uh, yeah, I got yeah. out of the minors in 1985. So how did that happen? Did you? How much weight did you gain? How much height did you gain? Um, by 1985, I was 210 pounds. And, ha- and six, three, six, six four. four. Yeah, and you were good in the minors. You, you were progressing. I was average to below average until I got to double-A baseball. And I kind of exploded that year. I had uh, 25 home runs in 58 games with 90 RBIs. And did it – why? Yeah, what happened? Um, well, if you read my book, Juiced, uh, my mom passed away. Did you say Juice? That's my, bu- that's my book. Sorry, sorry. Juiced. Ju- okay, juice. Juice, man, juice. Okay, if you read the book, Juice, um, 1984, my, my mom passed away. And then I dedicated myself to becoming the best baseball player in the world because I promised her I would huh. when she was on her deathbed. So between 84 and 85, I ran to a friend of mine who said, you know, Jose, I've got something that might help you. And they were called steroids, chemicals. Right. And I started using them. But at the same time, I was so, you know, infatuated and obsessed with becoming bigger, faster, stronger, mm-hmm. I actually did it. I, I didn't date. I went on uh, specific diets, specific workouts. You're like, this training for you, The drugs do <laughs> work. Yeah, no, it was, it was crazy. It was crazy. That's all I was doing. You didn't date. No, I didn't have time for that. So were, were you, would you? The drugs do work. 
were you what were you doing for <laughs> not for dating for, right. uh, for in terms of that did the steroids take it out did you not want it what happens to your d- dick with steroids? No, nothing happens to your dick is your balls. Oh, sometimes people to your are balls. so stupid and so confused. I'm very I mean, stupid and very confused. The people on Twitter are so dumb. They can say, "Oh, your ball, your dick gets smaller." No, actually, your dick gets bigger and your balls get smaller. Figure that one out. And, I no, would and by the way, nobody fucks with their nuts. Shrinkage. They fuck with their dick. Now I right. can use some balls. I actually, Jose, do fuck with my nuts. Interestingly <laughs> enough, but I'm the exception of the rule. I'll, I'll admit that. So you weren't making any any semen to speak of anyway. So dating wouldn't have helped you. Well, I couldn't get anybody pregnant. Is that what you're asking? Which is a great thing, or else I'd have probably ten dozen kids out there right now. Because you. So that helped me. It's okay, male yeah. contraception. So when you say you didn't date, it's the same way that you were average in high school. You fucked a lot. You were banging a lot. You just no, weren't taking no, anyone out to dinner. No, no, no. I, I just was so obsessed with. I've had sex with Madonna. <laughs> oh, wow. Not quite. I just wanted to become bigger, faster, stronger. My uh-huh. time was consumed with becoming the best ba- baseball player in the world. And so that season, uh, after your mother passed away and you dedicated yourself to the game, that was the season that you really exploded into. Exactly. And, and, and you yes. were doing roids. Yes, absolutely. Got it. And, yeah. And I was working with technicians. I was just, like, like I said, trying to become And this is before physical. guys were really uh, specialists. Like I mean, you had your own sort of team. Not well. Not team. I had um, not people to say uh, information. I really had information. And like I, you were working with spe- specialists, so to speak. Um, well, tra- uh, sprinters and trainers from the University of Miami, but they didn't know I was on steroids. I no, but I'm saying a lot of guys weren't working with sprint coaches. And no, I was working uh, because I was heavy, 240, 50 pounds. I was working with sprint technicians and how to move mass quickly. You know, quick muscle t- twitch fiber exercise. I mean, I ran a 42940 at 250 pounds. I was considered the fastest guy in the game easily. I and mean, Ricky Henderson would, wouldn't run against me because he would lose all the time. You were right. faster than Ricky Henderson. Ab- there's no doubt. Absolutely. Whoa, he that's would, crazy. He would tell me, Jose, I'm not going to race against you in front of all these people because you're going to embarrass me. Wow. Was there any part of you that was, A, doubtful of your ability to, to explode into that uh, uh, level of the game, or B, surprised when you, di- you did? You know what I mean? You um, made this declaration, and then it came true. Yeah, were you like, fuck, I shouldn't have told my mom that? Yeah, I don't think doubtful. I, I think just I put all the hard work behind it. Yeah. Because guys, it's not like you just inject steroids into your system and dun dun dun, you're Superman. Right. It your testicles. Work that way. <laughs> it just doesn't work that way. Uh, what you have to do is you got to put a lot of hard work and dedication behind right. it to maximize that out. And we still don't know how much it really helps you. But right. I, w- I was just so dedicated to becoming the best baseball player in the world, and I in 1988 I actually became that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So so th- you became uh, an Oakland A in what year? Um, I was with them. What at the major league level? I came up in September 1985, and then my rookie of the year was 86. Uh-huh. And I played 87 and 88 the MVP year. How right. how much of a difference is there between AAA and the majors? The only difference is the money, the ballparks you play in, the travel. Um, otherwise, you know, baseball's baseball. I right. think people get caught up in the environment, the stadiums. The money's a huge difference, of course. The fans, the media, and that that kind of hypes it up greatly. So you became, you know, part of this crazy franchise of Bash Brothers, and you were the, you guys were the world champs, and it was the you were the biggest thing in baseball at the time. Mark and I basically brought that that organization out of the gutter. A hundred percent, absolutely, yeah. and, I, and I think they all that a lot to. 
Mark, because um, when I came in there, rookie of the year MVP, uh, him and I created the actual bash. Right. Him and I, three and four hitters hitting monstrous home runs and stealing bases. We brought something to baseball that hadn't been seen, period. Poor Terry Steinbach. What the hell happened to him, huh? You, you guys took all the glory. You bashed him down into well, obscurity. Well, I mean, he was just a catcher, uh, average power, average speed, average arm. So, I mean, when you talk about McGuire and myself, you're oh, talking yeah. about guys. I got video. We literally hit baseballs over 600 feet. Yeah. And that's, uh, you know, that's a rare feat. That just doesn't happen. Yeah, you it was an exciting. video? They've televised a lot of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, they've televised some. I actually, you know. Are you talking about, like, batting practice and shit? No, in the actual games. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've yeah, got yeah. videos where I've hit, you know, you know, balls 500, 50, 600 feet. No, there's there's no doubt. It was an exciting time. I remember, be, yeah, it was if really I, if I can, If I can mention You were there. It was an exciting time to be a kid in Oakland, actually, at the time. To be like, holy shit. Like, the, and I wasn't even a huge baseball fan, and you, I still got swept up in it because it was, like, it was a really cool time to be Were in you a kid in, in Oakland in other eras that you can yeah, compare to? Yeah, in the 70s. The 50s, okay. the 40s. I All mean, right. I, I I remember when it was Lily White, Oakland. Um, okay, so you, so when did you start dating? When did when did you like? When were you like? All right, now I'm getting. When did when I, did it even out in terms of like? I think it was kind of after my first year at the major league level. I met uh, my first wife actually, which damn, I should never got married. She listened to my whole entire family. Don't get married. Sign a prenuptial. You're gonna regret it. Was it against half. her? or Was it just in general? Um, it was just like you know, I was brought up really old fashioned. I really was. And my, they said, don't get parents. married. Yeah, I was too young to get married. They said, you know, it's the wrong girl. Sign a prenuptial at least. She's gonna take half your money. And damn it, I didn't listen. And that's exactly what happened. Is that right? Is she still getting so, paid on your dime? No, she, no, she got paid plenty, uh, you know, plenty already. But yeah, yeah, I was young. But the reason was that my parents brought us up very old-fashioned. And my parents' theory was, once you get married. You work it out no matter what, mm-hmm. till death do you part. Actually, and but that's not how today's society structures. So I ended up right. getting more or less uh, fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. What the fuck? Uh, okay. And you're doing you're juicing the whole time. Oh yeah, I'm uh, since 1985 till a while back. Actually, I'm still on testosterone therapy right now. Which uh, about five or six years ago, a show came out. Uh, an any special last shot Jose Canseco and they showed that how I went cold turkey off steroids and my levels dropped to the ground and because my own body didn't produce testosterone anymore uh, because of spe- the steroids because of the steroids yeah. specialists from the University of Miami had to put me on testosterone therapy which I've been on for five years to regulate to regulate my my levels to normal mm-hmm. and, and that's where I am now uh, what's the craziest story that you remember from the glory years of the of the Oakland days the best in terms of like access? just read my book just read my book. I think the book has a lot of uh, things that happen. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, there's not one that specifically sticks out. Well, okay, the strangest one would be is when I met Madonna, of course, and in her Hollywood home. And then I've had sex with Madonna. Whoa. <laughs> Doug, you're good. And we leave her apartment late. And I'm driving with my agent, and we get uh, to the ballpark. We're playing against the Anaheim Angels, and we get there late. And, and you're with Madonna? No. Okay. No. You I'm left her house left in the afternoon. Left her house in the mm-hmm. afternoon. Not then, realizing L.A. Not traffic. Not realizing the L.A. traffic and, and, and the time. And then when I get to the ballpark, Tony LaRusa is right there in his office. And I, I try to get by his office. He calls me, and he's fucking furious, pissed yeah. off. How late like, were you? Um, miss, miss batting practice probably half an hour for the game. Got okay. it. And he's screaming at me, where the hell you been? This and that. I said, well, Tony, I'm going to tell you the truth. 
I was at Madonna's house and I was, Whoa. I met her. I met her. <laughs> was it like, all right, cool? No, uh, it wasn't cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right, Tony. That's, that's no. He, he looks in the rule book. He's like, actually, that's allowed. That's fine. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, Tony's not like that. He's he's very strict. He, yeah. He's he's you know, and he said, well, I can't believe that we're gonna find you. We're gonna do this, and you're not gonna play today. Well, for some reason, I ended up playing. I, I think I hit a home run that game or something. Uh huh. But uh, yeah, we quickly forgot about that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So that, that was okay, I guess. Did you did you you, did you have sex with Madonna though? No, I don't know why people say that. We're just friends. People say that because people Madonna assume has a lot of friends. No, I was um, only with her uh, twice, and uh, she did want to get married, and she did want to have kids. She had this weird, strange infatuation with having a baby by specifically a Cuban-born man, which huh. eventually she did. Yeah, and uh, I was that guy that was supposed supposed to do it with her and. And give her a kid, and I was like, "No, I'm not going to do that, and I'm not going to marry you." And I remember one time, she says to me, "Well, what are you afraid uh, that your ex-wife's going to take uh, all your money?" She says, "I've got plenty of money for both of us." And I go, "Wait a minute, it's not even about that." Right. And I think at the time, I was still kind of in love with with my first wife, Esther. Were you still together with Esther, or no? We we were separated completely. Wait, Jose, but we still had emotions. But uh, damn, I fucked up. Jose, are okay. you saying that you turned down sex from Madonna? Yes, uh, I am saying that. There are. V- do I look that, that is. Dumb? I get that. Do I look that dumb? Yes. Look, yeah. I understand oh, turning her down now. I back then, that was Madonna. At, would you not turn her down now? I w- absolutely not. Is it hard to not cheat on your wife when you're in the in the big leagues? Oh God. Hey, I think people have to understand that. The Oakland A's in that era, and I think he would vouch for that, we were rock stars. Yeah. Big no. time, I mean, yeah. I kid you not. I've never seen this happen anywhere, not with Brad Pitt, with anybody. I would walk into a nightclub, and they would stop the music. And they would literally it. stop the it music. It was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. Record was, scratch style? Oh, yeah. it was. It would no, be back, like then, old, back then, they didn't have this, of course. CD it would be, it would be an, old hard, just a hard cut. an old-timey guy playing yeah, the piano, you know. and they would, yeah. he would. You know, they're playing the Madonna music, and they stop. <laughs> But I've never seen that before, and we were rock stars. So yes, not that I'm proud of it, but we had every opportunity possible to be with the most beautiful women. And basically, I mean, stories like I fly into to New York, and then um, you'd open up your door, and you'd have two girls in bed, and you're figuring out, wait a minute, how the hell do these women in get your by hotel? Se- yeah, how the hell do these women get by security? Well, they paid them. They pay off security. Whoa. To turn it, and then boom, and it was nuts. It was, and of course they're all trying to get pregnant by and have your kids and all that. We right. we all know that shit. You know? Right. Neil, is that what it's like when you go on the road? It's pretty. It's pretty <laughs> close to that. Um, so now, let's talk about you, Neil. Then, so yeah, tell me. God, let's. Uh, <laughs> what do you? What do you have? Uh, and would you? When? What would you do? Have sex with them? Hell well. no. <laughs> I mean, what do you do? Do you go like, ladies? Uh, well, I play a little hard to get shit. Yeah, you know, like, I can't be I'll be in the other room. I turn down Madonna. You think I'm gonna fuck you? You're like, but what do you do? Well, to girl. be honest, it would just would depend on what they look like and right. Because a lot of times, I th- love that. This is lo- what would happen. To be honest with you, you got a lot of booty and you date a lot of dudes. And bring her butt ugly friend. Uh huh. So you know, kind of like it's both of us or none of us. And I usually say, well, it's none of you. And then one would actually leave. And you see, Jose, that is the difference between you as a rock star baseball player and me i would have just said you can leave the Did you bring condoms with you? it's fine um that's cr- that's crazy i love the idea of you walking into a hotel room and these girls being like hi jose we paid to get here and you're like you can go you, you can't can right yeah get that would be weird so funny man just the disappointed look at those p- ugly girls shuffling out of your hotel room oh yeah and then blaming hey, like you know yeah. he would have fucked me yeah. it was just you me. know i'm the cute one i was trying bitch. to do you a favor yeah uh all right so you when you're doing sh- when you're shooting uh how many days a week do you have to shoot shooting what it's shooting roids 
one, oh, one shot of one cc of 200 milligrams of testosterone every 10 days. Oh, so that's, that, not a lot of, that's not a lot no, of No, no, it's just to maintain your, your normal levels. That's it. That's all, that's all it really is. And, did you, and they just didn't test for it? In baseball? Yeah. Oh, they tested for it. They didn't care. Oh, they definitely, they talked about it all the time. They were going to test for it. I'm sure they did. They tested for every drug, but they just didn't care. Right. So they, every, Absolutely. Everyone was doing that back then. Well, back then, everybody. This, As well, a child but, but in Oakland, we shot steroids. That's how prevalent it was back didn't then. Didn't work this on is, you. No, did not work on you. <laughs> but this is before <laughs> Head of the concession stand. Yeah. This is before, <laughs> this is before the, uh, the, like, the strike and all that shit, right? Because they yeah. were always like, it was... The strike, and then baseball sort of was slumping, and then they let, and then it came back with Sosa and McGuire. And, but the, you'd been juicing 10 years, 12 years? Since 85. Right. And would, would guys come to you? Did you go to anyone, or they would just go like, dude, are you doing something? Like, did it? Did, did no. Here, you know, here's, here's the thing. It wasn't illegal back then. Guys came to me. Um, trainers came to me. People came to me and asked me, Jose, what are you doing? Um... We want to uh, do as well as you are right. doing. Uh, I used to tell them, I'm doing this, that, this, that, this, this, my, my training program, this, what I eat. Mm. And from there, I spread like wildfire. And all I was trying and to do was help I our team win. That's basically it. Uh -huh. And then you, everyone else would catch on to it. So you were win. like the, the leader of the team. Um, I think I was the first one to actually use those chemicals. Because, okay, even though you used them, for example, perfect example, I have an identical twin brother. Mm -hmm. He used the same steroids, same workouts, did the same, uh, ate the same foods with it, he everything. Did, he did he fuck, never made it to the big leagues. He did fuck Madonna, though. He never, <laughs> made, it to the, he never <laughs> made it to the big leagues and never fucked Madonna. But he also fucked the ugly girl in the hotel room, so it yeah. really evens out. No, he got some pretty good-looking girls. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but he never made it to the big leagues, become a superstar in any way, shape, or form. So that just goes to show you, steroids don't make a superstar baseball player an athlete. Did, it's did, totally irrelevant. Did your brother ever walk up to a girl and say, hi, I'm Jose Canseco, and fuck no. one of them? No, but if they walked up to him and said, are you Jose Canseco? He didn't deny it. Guarantee that much. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, he just awesome. played dumb and go, I don't hear you. Oh, yeah. what did you say? He became Chinese. Come on, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. And did you, and, and you put the percentage of guys juicing at, at in the, between 85 and 95? At the height of steroid use, absolutely. As a matter of fact, I, I may have misspoke. Uh, it could have been higher. Uh, 85% of guys in, more. Night, say, 1993? Yeah. At, at the peak, I think it was uh, 93 to 95 around there. That's when everybody kind of cut on, and all these records were being broken and, and demolished and going down, and home runs were being hit at an alarming rate, and Mark McGuire and Sammy Soso both broke the home run record. It was about 90%. When did you stop playing baseball? What year? Well, I was uh, kicked out of the league in 2001. Can you take us through that? Uh, basically, if you look at my stats, my last five years of my career, compared to my first five years, my last five years were actually better. Mm -hmm. Home runs are up, RBIs are up, slugging percentage and batting average, everything went up. Mm -hmm. um, towards the latter part of my career, because Major League Baseball had now lost control of salary structure, mm -hmm. now they're trying to get steroids out of the game by sending a signal to, the or to other players by blackballing me. I couldn't find a job anywhere. At 37 years old, mm -hmm. he couldn't find a job anywhere. Um, even when I told my agent, called the organization and said, listen, Jose will play for free. Mm -hmm. If there's minimum salary, he'll donate to a local charity and have kids come out. They said, we can't touch you. No and team. And you're, you're still on, you're still juicing. Yeah. No team at that point ever said he's Are they old. testing? They're, they're testing. Absolutely. And Absolutely. guys are coming back positive or they're just ignoring? No, there's nobody's coming back anything. They're testing, but the results aren't being sent anywhere. 
So it's kind of like being uh, put in a safe somewhere. It's a right, show. For, for it's later a, it's use. A show. It's a performance yeah, for the world to yeah. look at. So it was. Are they say they're telling people we test our athletes for steroids and anyone with a positive outcome will be suspended 50 games is that no at, no at that point in time there were no regulations saying that they were just saying we're testing for illegal substances mm -hmm. that's all they're saying it's just a scantron test yeah, yeah. but yeah <laughs> but they were not saying afterwards if you were found with this you get this there was no, okay there were no, no it didn't go that far it's just it didn't exist but uh major league baseball said listen we're going to blackball jose we can get him out of the game as i'm being squeezed out a lot of players come up to me Saying, you know, Jose, you're being blackballed. You're being blackballed. You're being blackballed. I'm saying, yes, it sounds a little paranoid, but I don't want to say it. But yes, Alex Fernandez, Alex Rodriguez, they're all coming up to me and saying, yes, I know. I can't do anything about it. The whole league knew why I was being blackballed. They're just sending a message to the rest of the league saying, stop using steroids or else we're going to get you out of baseball like Jose Canseco. We know that Jose brought steroids in the game. We know that um, he was very successful with it. We know, we know through him he educated the whole entire so league. You, you, wait, became, wait, a, you became a scapegoat. I became a scapegoat because I was the one who initially introduced and was successful using steroids right. at, at the major level. You know, there's some players that use it, but they didn't break any records, do nothing. Mm -hmm. And with that aspect, you can kind of like, you know, fly under the radar. Right. But when you're the first guy to do the 40-40 in the history of the game, right. when you're six foot four, 245 pounds running a 4-2-9-40, mm -hmm. when you're hitting balls 600 feet, that's three red flags right there. So right. I was very, very successful in a way, I guess, they thought using steroids, which kind of promoted that. Right. Well, baseball seems like it likes to find scapegoats, you know, and, Definitely. and pin things on them, like Pete Rose. And it like uses you and people for examples. Absolutely. But I yeah. think they're, yeah. I think Pete Rose. But life in general does that, though. Yeah, I guess you're right. But I yeah. think Pete Rose, I don't think a lot of guys are gambling, do you? Um, I don't think so. Yeah. I, I think that's kind of like a rarity in the game. Why why kind of gamble and take that kind of risk? I don't know what people specifically gambled on. Right. If he gambled on his team to win or lose, I don't know that. But to me, it's ridiculous. I mean, Pete Rose is the best hitter ever. Right. Nobody's going to ha ever have that many base hits. Fucking put him in a Hall of Are Fame. Are you friendly with him at all? I know him. He's a real nice guy. But you know what? They're just using him as an example, like life does to certain individuals. And bug ceiling, whoever the idiot is up there right now who's holding it against him, my God, let it go already. Did yeah. the, Sickening. Did, now, the, the teams that you it. signed on late with your career, did they? Did people in the organization say, like, you know, they didn't? you signed with the Yankees, right, later on? I, well, the Yankees was an interesting thing because they blocked – the Yankees got me on waivers. They blocked uh, the Oakland A's and the Boston Red Sox at that time from getting me to um, be able to perform against the Yankees because – Oh, it's like a defensive move. Exactly. It was up. a great move. I thought it was a great move, very clever, uh, because I destroyed the Yankee pitching, especially Pettit. I think I hit a home run every three or four bats off Pettit. Right. And if you look at his record in the playoffs, he was one of the main guys who won yeah. a high percentage of games. So they blocked me from going to Oakland – or Boston at the time, I remember when I was traded to um, the Yankees, I was completely healthy. First time in my life being 100% healthy, didn't play. One of the most devastating bats in baseball is not in the lineup. But when I got there, I spoke with Joe Torre. He explained to me the whole situation. You're not here to play. You know exactly what happened. You're smart enough to figure You're it out. You're here to shoot the guys full of steroids. <laughs> You're basically no, the trainer. No, no but um, you know, it was a great great move to block me from going somewhere and else. And once you hear that, are you just like, oh, then I'm, you suit up every day. I mean, guys, I wasn't even on, on, on the roster for the playoffs. Right. How the fuck are you going to put a guy who can change the game with one swing of the bat, I'm not even on the roster? I knew right. what was going on. I mean, we all knew. How old were you at that point? 
Um, 36. 36. 37. 30. Do you miss baseball? I love the game. Absolutely. Probably, oh, yeah, you probably still more than anybody. Play, right? Oh, yeah, and I, and I can still play it. I can still hit a ball 500, 600, 600 feet. I mean, I'll challenge any, and I'll, I'll say this outright, I'll challenge any major league power hitter in a home run hitting competition and wipe the floor with them right now. Do you, Do you ever get you in any um, pickup games like in the in the schoolyard or anything? <laughs> 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 like, when, like when the NBA's out, you know, they go yeah, to yeah. those games. It's like stickball. They don't have baseball games like that. H- Jose, no. r- real question. Do you think you could beat the champs, the, the three co-hosts in a power hitting competition of home runs? Oh, easily. I'll tell you, you what. Sure? You guys, You guys hit Hit all your balls. Add up, add We're up all the Add them, add add them yeah. together, and add you get one swing. Distances. And I, I, and I, get I think you need a you need a more of a handicap than that. I think yeah. you need like ten times more of a handicap. All right, than how, that with us. your brother. We will beat the fuck out of your brother in the I same competition. I don't think so. I think the brother would I win, too. I think, um, I think we're all right, fucked all so, over. So you, you, you're for the Yankees. Then did you play for Tampa Bay? That was before or after? No, Tampa was uh, way before. Tampa was 99, I think. Okay. So, yeah. right. When did you leave the A's? God, I played with them till '91, I think, and then I, I was traded '92, uh-huh. and then I came back in '97 for one year. Is Got being it. traded odd? Does it feel bad or feel good? It it felt weird because I was a minor leaguer with the Oakland A's. Mm-hmm. I was homegrown there. Right, right. And and you were a superstar for them too. Yeah, and I was doing quite well, and I didn't understand why I was traded. Mm-hmm. Or new, or it was kind of like I was caught blindsided, really. Right. It happened so fast. I had no warning whatsoever. It just happened. I'm on the on-deck circle, and and I think uh, Sorry, the on-deck circle? On-deck circle. Okay, got, got it, got it. And LaRusa calls me and says, Jose, um... The on-deck yeah. circle was your hotel bedroom, correct? <laughs> <laughs> close, close. Some, okay. t- some nights it was, some nights it wasn't. Yeah. And then Tony says, um, "I love that." There's a, there's the gr- the ugly girl has like five the dicks in her hands. The ugly girl's hands. got five she dicks. Got pi- she's getting. She's her. warming you up. Want that, you warming want that up? joke, Neil? You can you take that joke. <laughs> Go ahead. Very much. Yeah. Okay. Let him finish. Yeah. So, they okay. me upstairs. so they you're said, in the you're in the I'm batting. I'm about to go out to the batting cage. God, that's crazy. Circle. They call me in. Tony says, "Sandy Olson." Wants Middle to talk of the game. Middle of the game. Sandy Olson wants to talk. Tony says, "Sandy Olson wants to talk to you." I'm thinking, wait a minute. He says, "Tony says you've been traded." Sandy Olson wants to talk to you, and I'm thinking. What the, the fuck? I mean, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm thinking, what the fuck? Is this an April Fool's joke? And I'm thinking, what the hell's going on? Are they are they punking me or pranking me or something? How, how famous in in the Jose Canseco arc are you at this moment when they trade you? Like, how big is your stock in the A's? Um, I think the year before I led tied with the league with home runs, which is a field. So you're still well, Jose I, I Canseco, the A, the legend of the A's. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, cool. there's no doubt. Yeah. So I was completely blindsided by this and. Um, I didn't even know what to think. I thought it was in a dream state, but yeah, I, don't, so I don't think people back understand the, the business of baseball. You go back to the clubhouse. You must. When did you get your? What was your biggest contract? Um, my biggest contract was '88 when it was a five-year guarantee, twenty-three and a half million dollars. Compared now, to today, yeah. it's fucking peanuts. Yeah. What well, What are the big I mean, ones today like? Thirty million. Yeah. Oh yeah. Twenty-five million. I mean, guys, seriously, utility players are making four or five million a year today. It's a fucking joke. And then these assholes, dumbasses, retarded people on Twitter say I ruined the game. Bullshit. It's the best game in the world right now because I wrote that book, Juiced. Bullshit. Get up off Twitter. That's what they are. Yeah, that's right. What do you think? Get up off. That's right. Get up off Twitter. What do you think? How do you think Juiced and exposing baseball like that helped the game? I'm curious. Uh, Can you walk us through? All right, so you're out of the game for a while, and you decide, I'm tired. Were you just tired of... 
the people not knowing that everyone was juicing or the hypocrisy or the double standard or what? What, what, what was your inspiration? Real simple. I tried to get back into the game. Nobody would touch me, and I knew why. This is in everybody the 2000s. Knew, yeah. Everybody knew that I've been blackballed from the game. I, um, I went to an open tryout. This was the icing on the cake. These, this is the nail in the coffin. I went to an open tryout for the uh, L.A. Dodgers. Tom Lasorda was there. Um, I ran the second fastest time in camp. And now, that's key. The second fastest time in camp, I hit extremely well. Hit home runs. Uh, I was the only one to hit out of ball, ballpark against a stiff wind. And the whole media was there. I didn't make the team. And when the media interviews fat-ass Tom Lasorda, who I can't stand till this day, Lasorda says to the media, well, we, ah. didn't, we didn't think Jose Canseco <laughs> was in shape. Let me ask you a fucking question. How the fuck are you not in shape when you're in the second fastest time in camp? When you're in more shape than Does that make everyone but one sense? guy. Right. So this fucking asshole, obviously, that was the nail that, that sealed the coffin and sealed the fate for me to write that book. Then Do you think I, that was he was just told don't don't sign this guy? You know what? He was, obviously he was told that, but he didn't have to say a lie. He, he didn't have right. to go beyond and say, Jose Canseco wasn't in shape. Well, oh, you're telling me any fat man or any guy out of shape could run the second fastest time in camp out of 100 people? Right. Let me, let me ask you this. Huh? That didn't make any fucking sense. So, so you decided... Do you think I decided right there to let the whole world the fuck what's going on? Well, do you think period like uh, you were scapegoated and you were pointed to as this as the person that they were the, pinning all this stuff on? What do you think that you did anything wrong that you played any part like any? any Just read my book. <laughs> any responsibility that you you take for the the demise of your baseball career? Well, I mean, let's go back to '85, where in baseball. Steroids, steroids were not illegal. Mm -hmm. Actually, not too many people even knew about steroids. They never even knew about um, the legalities in normal everyday life, if they were illegal or not. So we were trying to do everything as athletes to help the game and win games and, and help your fellow teammates. So we had not just – let me tell you something. If the Player Association or fucking Major League Baseball would have come around, pulled me inside and said, listen, stop using steroids – we don't want using them anymore. Spread the word around. I would have stopped that shit instantly. Really? Mm -hmm. But you, you know really what? Would have? Absolutely. But you know what? They didn't. Mm -hmm. They loved it when they were cashing money. Right. They right. loved it when we were bringing the fans out. They loved the long home runs. They loved the entertainment value. They fucking came in their pants with Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa, lifted the whole game up in this monstrous home run barrage. And of course, they're both using steroids. So hypocrisy at its best, that's fucking Major League Baseball. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I believe you. I believe when you don't you have to. It's a fact, right? No, I believe you when you <laughs> say you would have stopped. Yeah, absolutely. That's Why wouldn't I? Uh, yeah. And also, that is absolutely. a weird where everyone says like you fuck, you were an asshole. It's like, dude, yeah, it themselves. wasn't illegal. That's the no. thing. Is like it wasn't illegal because no. like they said uh, comedians have to stop smoking weed or doing it. It's impossible. Like, yeah, but I most comics I know wouldn't be able to stop smoking weed or. Sure. You know. My special uh, juice is gonna help me well. <laughs> I don't know what that one was, Jose. Sorry. Uh, um, <laughs> My special right. juice so, is gonna help so, me land. So yeah. you decided. <laughs> so between the Tommy Lasorda, um, the the saying you're out of shape. Uh, well, that's got to And that was Tommy, fucked up. That Tommy was Lasorda, fucked up. When Tommy you know Lasorda says you're out of shape. But you know that. Yeah, and he's fucking a fat dweeb out of shape. That but, uh, Tommy Lasorda. God damn, Tommy. Are you serious it, making that comment? Dweeb. But you that know that you're in. You know that you're in 
an illusion. You know that th- there's a theater happening that isn't real. When some, right. when you're the second fastest dude and someone says he's out of shape, right. at this point you go, you must have gone. It was a oh, slap I'm in, in the, the Wizard of Oz. I'm this well, isn't real. See, it was a slap in the face to yeah. me because people who know me know what kind of excellent shape I stay in all the time. Right. And I'm 47 right now. The, the, and the can man still is still hit a baseball shape. 550 feet on feet. So back then that was 10 years ago. My right. shape I was back then. So to me that was the ultimate fucking slap in the face. Okay, so right. how long right. did before you decided to write like went from from that day to the book coming out how long a period was that oh right away i mean once to that, me, d- that day you thought Fuck oh it, that I'm gonna day expose I, uh, everything. that day right there yeah i mean that spilled everything. and is that something yeah. that you were sort of like it you you were tired of taking the blame for it's like dude a Ra, all these fu- rafi palmero mcguire all these guys i'm tired of fucking taking the, the fall for all this stuff um well people have to understand this that eventually major league baseball decided okay we can't blackball all the players, so now we have to protect them. We have to do a complete 360. Oh, that's hilarious. That's now so we got to protect all these guys because now what are we going to do? Kick out and blackball every baseball player that used steroids? There wouldn't be a fucking game left. Come right. on, let's be fucking serious. Use some common sense here. Right. Yeah. You know, now they're protecting the players. Obviously, I was the first one that was ousted because I wrote the book against Major League Baseball. So they basically put me on the outside, which you can't blame. I wrote the book on what was going on internally in Major League Baseball. Right. And how do you, you think know. that book helped the game? Like you were saying, it made it the best Fuck game. Fuck, it cleared it up completely. Mm-hmm. Now we don't have to think about, oh, is that player being you, juice? Is that player using this? No. Do to you me, believe you have to be an idiot if you're using steroids down in the game of baseball. Uh-huh. Do you believe the guys, the kid who, who won the MVP for the Brewers, and he said, like, the urine, Sam, what do you make of that? <laughs> you know what? We're never going to know. Because even if he tested positive, even in if, if the most minute way, Major League Baseball could easily cover it up. Right. Or they could protect him. Right. So you don't know internally what's going on right now. Well, that's like that's like with MMA. Every time someone gets caught uh, juicing as a fighter, they always, every time there's some elaborate bullshit excuse about a trainer gave me this, I didn't know it was right. that. Right. But I just always assume they're lying. I mean, it's like it, 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 it's st- steroids are in the game and you happen to have accidentally yeah. po- tested positive. It doesn't make any nope. sense. He, yeah, he drank the wrong drink. Right. Um, now, what do you make of uh, how many copies did your book sell? Must have sold a lot, right? Um, I think close to a million. And wow. did you feel like? Because I feel like you weren't. It, they were still like weren't weren't granting you a lot of credibility. I feel like people were still like, yeah, Thanks. fucking. I'm surprised. Here's what I'll say. I'm surprised by. You're a pretty credible guy. Just sitting with you, you're not an idiot. You're not a buffoon. I don't try to be all the time. Uh, you're not. I mean, this is, you're you're very different from your Twitter personality. I'm kidding. Uh, we're going to talk about your Twitter. <laughs> don't personality. Don't my personality, okay? So I know I don't have to we're answer that question. the truth. Uh, but you you're more credible than I think. And what did you make of everyone sort of shitting on you? It seemed like Bob Costas, guys like that, and Brian Gumbel would sort of roll their eyes at you. Well, you got to understand is that a lot of it was controlled media by Major League Baseball. Right. They're extremely powerful. I mean, to me, the most three powerful, most powerful entities in the world. The are Jews ma- are major. No, are Major League Baseball. No, religion and politics. Uh, the and Jews. Major League Baseball is up there. I mean, they're extremely powerful. I mean, you're talking about a trillion plus dollar industry. Wait a minute. Yeah. You're saying I mean, baseball, religion, and politics are the <laughs> three major powers? <laughs> I mean, the Absolutely. And baseball's up there. You have no idea how they can ruin your life. Oh, you have shit. no idea how powerful and how far their tentacles extend. You have you couldn't even fathom it. Tentacles? They fucking they're made of bats. Tentacles? Tentacles. No, they're made Do you of see bats. why that's very difficult for me to believe? <laughs> um, d- okay, so you, but yeah, you're a credit, and and then so what? I, my understanding is the book comes out, and 
It did seem, even the way they sold it was like this, cra- even the font for the book was like crazy times and the, and like it, it seemed sort of salacious and, and gossipy, but you were pretty much exotic. Here's what I, here's what I really bugs the shit out of me on your behalf. Everyone shits on you and you were basically a hundred percent telling the truth. Pretty much. The book is word for word accurate. Uh, yeah, that's... It makes a ton of sense. It makes perfect yeah. sense to no, me that I that know, happened. No, I know, but... It's like you, why went, would I lie? you went to the magician's convention and told everybody the secrets, and then all the magicians said, oh, that dude doesn't know ge- magic. Okay, well he doesn't, what do you, <laughs> you know what I mean? Of course. What would you think of a guy, if you're A-Rod, and... Right. And... Making, uh, making $30 million a year? Yeah. Oh, let me figure this one out. Yeah, right. no, if you're A-Rod, and Jose Canseco goes, don't... Wouldn't you think, like, this... Like, you're snitching. And snitches yeah. get stitches. I mean, that's well, just the way well, it is. Well, that's you know what that is. I mean, uh, I was in jail for five months, guys. That's oh, were you really? That's a prison and jail mentality brought into our society. But you know what? It makes sense. I'm going to tell you why. The government says in the year 2025, 87% of our population would have gone through the jail or prison system. Mm-hmm. How fucked up is that? So that's a, a mentality to talk about. If you tell the truth about something, you're a snitch, you get a stitch. There's a, a, a saying above every clubhouse in the major leagues. What you see here, what you hear here, must stay here. here so here. you're, so you're going to fucking tell me if a guy brings, brings an underage <laughs> in the clubhouse, I'm not going to say shit. Bullshit. So they're saying baseball first, everything else yeah, exactly. second. Exactly. Bullshit. Yeah. But what would yeah. you think if you were still in the league? And somebody else went like when if someone else dropped down. If you're a rod, oh, that's a great no. It's just a great question. If yeah. you had been playing and so, and at the time that you were juicing and someone if else, Palmero had someone gone, else yeah. had written the book that you wrote. Well, I, I think obviously I wouldn't like that, and obviously every player in that realm besides myself got taken care of. They got multi-year deals. They're still in baseball, any which way, shape, or form. I'm the one that took the monstrous hit. Mm-hmm. My family, uh, you know. Got threatened their lives, everything financially. I'm not attached to baseball anymore. It's impossible for me to work anywhere related to Major League Baseball. So believe me, I've suffered. My family suffered. So I've paid the fucking price. Right. No one else has paid shit. Yeah, and right. And that's a fucking fact. Nobody right. can tell me any different. Yeah, right. That's interesting. Uh, but having said that, do you regret it? Absolutely. Well, you know what? It's double-edged sword. I regret it in the sense of that myself, my family suffered a lot. But in a sense, I think about it this way. It may have saved the life along the way of a young kid using steroids because this this trickles down you know, to elementary where kids right. want to become superstar athletes. Right. And nowadays, parents put so much pressure on kids because there's so much goddamn money in sports. Mm-hmm. Be this, be that, do this, do that. So they're they're cultivating these children, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten years old to become superstar athletes. Mm-hmm. So could that have saved the child along the way? The pressure to uh, I have to become a superstar athlete, and oh yeah, I can use steroids because they're still doing the big leagues. Right. It is a double-edged sword. It really is. Tough. Yeah. But it, what but about it, the regret? Like what? Because of all the suffering that you went, uh, you went through, yeah. You know, I think I think I, I uh, you say Twitter or Twit, Twitter, whatever this shit. I, I think I, I I said something like, you know what? If it saved a kid's life along the way, it's fine. It's worth it. Yeah. That's Get up off Twitter. You basically wrote the book out of spite. I would assume you made some good money for it. Um. Yeah, but that's all gone, obviously. Well, I mean, obviously um, you know, you know what? To be, to be honest, I was angry. <laughs> right. I was disappointed. Out of spite, correct? Um, a combination of I wanted people to know. I mean, why isn't fucking Jose Canseco at 37? Why is he out of the game? Right. 
why is he gone? Um, Let me ask you this. If you hadn't written the book, where would you be in terms of connection to baseball? Like, oh what would be God. happening? Probably still would have played, and then probably by this age or not – been hitting coach or manager of a team. Okay, I there's understand. no doubt because I've got way too much information and knowledge of the game of baseball. Have you ever thought about going overseas and, and coaching there, or are you are you blackballed there too? Um, it depends on if it's major league affiliate. Oh, so is, far, is Japan affiliated with? It's not, but they have. I guess because of what happened, they're really kind of watching it through, you know, you know, long view binoculars. You know what? what I'm doing you could nowadays. pass for Japanese. Yeah. Like a sexy Japanese. Except my height. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah but there is something Japanese about you. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's your Bruce eyes. Lee. And your Bruce Lee. Bruce yeah. Lee. Bruce Lee. You're Japanese and like you want to get racist about it. Uh, so you and, – and so I, that's really interesting that you sort of regret – Right. Yeah, that's, I'm fascinated by that too. Uh, but I understand what you're saying. You, if you're saying this, the uh, Major League Baseball has these major tentacles, and they're wrapped around you. Is right? it worse well, than you thought? Well, they're wrapped around me and a lot of other things uh -huh. that, that that control. You know, it's it's they're very powerful. Is I it worse so. than you? They do they have more tentacles than you knew? Absolutely. I underestimated them completely. Oh yeah, they <laughs> uh, believe me. They're super. They're a superpower. And what was the thing about threatening your family? Well, I got threats from fans, from people. You never know where these things are coming from. Right. Uh, when I was doing my book tour, I'd stop certain cities because they're threatening to blow up this and shoot that. So, I mean, there were – and that that's not from fans. Right. I mean, that's from – that's orchestrated from the top. You know, this is not, you know, some, some crazy – oh, yeah, I love baseball. and uh, No, that's not come from that. You think it's an inside – those are inside jobs? All It was all media controlled. Yeah, absolutely. That's fascinating. That's really, really fascinating. Well, I mean, if you can control the media, you can control the world nowadays. Right. Well, I'm a juice. Right? We've been doing that for a long time. They've been doing for a long time. That was our idea, yeah. actually. Well, you know. um, do, and what do you make of the side? So do you believe that there are long-term side effects of, of, of using steroids? We don't. Nobody knows yet because they're an illegal substance. What about a guy like Lyle Azedo, guys like that, that were – you just think he got cancer and – No no direct death has ever been linked to steroids. None. And what about road, road, road rage? What about road rage? <laughs> what, are you, what are your feelings on road rage, Jose? No, roid rage, that kind of idea. Do you believe road in that? Um, I think if you're aggressive, you're aggressive, period. For example, let's assume that every crime of an aggressive nature in the United States of America, if you test for steroids, no. Maybe a 1% of all aggressive crimes, they're not using steroids. If right. you're an aggressive person, period. If you're a docile person, you're a docile person. But okay. when they are positive for steroids and they go look or whatever well if it's one out of a trillion cases oh yeah. my god it's yeah. steroids right but you know what i'll be honest with you our country is so fucked up i'm gonna tell you why tobacco kills people period there's no argument with their causes cancer right drinking liquor kills hundreds of thousands of years right and and the government is is profiting from that right not one person has been linked with a direct death of use of steroids. As a matter of fact, steroids were originally created for medicinal reasons. What, are you, what is your hunch about it? Be honest? Yeah. Certain chemicals used in a proper way can enhance life. I truly believe we're supposed to live to be 127 years old. Specifically 127? Around that age factor, okay. yes. Okay. Now... What would happen to Social Security? What would happen to oh, overpopulation of the actual world if we were to do that? Think about it. Why are the chemicals that are legal killing us instead of saving us? Figure it out. We all have a brain. Okay. Well, maybe, so maybe, maybe some of my Twitter fans don't. But, but yeah. what is your hunch about steroids? 
it it does it it will help you get to 127 if done properly under supervision it will definitely enhance life yes will you supervise me <laughs> I need someone to take legally. I can't way. do that. I don't have a. Uh, uh, okay, so, so what did the? Okay, so then were, did, were you involved in the Mitchell report at all? Did they um, come? They would not involve me. No. God, that's. They would not ask the expert questions or help them develop. Was that? Did you read it? I read it, and uh, about thirty percent of it was incorrect. And which which parts were incorrect? Um, first of all, they left out a lot of players that I mentioned in my actual book, and they talk about long-term effects. And you and know, you know who does it just from word of mouth. No. Uh, Did you mention no. guys in the book that you hadn't shot? The guys that you just heard, maybe? No, no. Everyone in my book, I personally injected them, Got or it. had something direct to do with it. Who do you think has the nicest ass of all the guys you've shot? <laughs> I want to say A-Rod. I got to think a I want to believe A-Rod. I didn't shoot You're him. You're now officially oh, you the no, cute one. Him. But you will admit that he has a nice ass. I've never seen his ass. How the hell I know? Who, all right. Who had the nicest ass? <laughs> I'm not, I don't even None know what him. he looks like. Have you? Would you and do you? This you is the part of the ass. show where we 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 slide gay, into just he? gay sex. No, yeah, we're actually about to all fuck nice right now. Of all the guys you shot. Of all the guys you shot when you were like, you know what? Before I shoot, let me just get a look at this Myself. <laughs> you had the nicest ass yeah. of all you guys you shot? Yeah. I shot myself. I believe it. Um, okay. So what do you – and who do you – do you – have you ever heard the Tiger Woods on steroids? Have you ever heard that rumor? Um, I've heard – yeah, I've heard, I've heard some rumors about that. Does so. it – does he strike you – who do you look at and go, eh? He's one of the few athletes that's ripped in that fucking steroidy way. Anyway. The drugs do work. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you hear rumors. What, you know, it's funny. Because when a, an athlete is successful, right away you want to label him as, oh, he does steroids or he uses steroids. Why do you want to do that? It's just ridiculous. Right. And steroids sometimes It makes don't you feel work. better to say he's and on steroids. Well, it makes the guy who has no ability, who has put in no hard work, who's jealous and envious better. Yeah. Period. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's the way it is. Yeah. Uh, and are there guys that you – so you think it's basically out of the game? I think it is, and I hope it is. And uh, really, right now, I mean, the the, the way the st salary structure is right now, I mean, you got to, and the way they're going to penalize you if you're caught, right. you know, it's not just slap in the hand, it's game suspension and big fines. So you've got to be a total moron to be using steroids right now. Uh, and what about HGH shit like that? I, I heard that they have a test for it now. So got they it. are. They can test for it. There's some residue at least behind or something. So even that, I mean, you just don't need it right now. Do you sympathize with Barry Bonds? I do. I do because he was in the era of, you know, when steroids were allowed. They right. were endorsed. They were allowed. They were part of the game. You were supposed to do everything possible to help your team win, to have your city win, to be successful, to win a World Series. Guys, we are super athletes who are competitive as hell. And... You know, a lot of times, these midline athletes, we're afraid to lose their jobs to someone else. So, of course, they're using steroids. It's a competitive world out there. And if you don't do everything possible, you're just going to get run over. I mean, it's just the way it is. No one remembers number two. They remember number one. Period. That's our social structure. When when Rafi Palmero and Mark Wire testified at Congress, did you watch it and laugh? Or I was right like, there with them. What are you talking about? Were you sitting there? Absolutely. Oh, I forgot that. That's <laughs> a hard hitting. That kind of hard hitting like questions we have here on the champs. Researched <laughs> and vetted. Yeah, that you guys are fucking know what you're doing. Where I'll, don't worry, I'll help you out. I'll Where did you, you watch that? <laughs> so, were, did you? What did you testify to that day? 
Um, we were testifying to steroid use, and I remember specifically when Palmero, when they asked him, you know, about steroid use, he said, he looked at the con con congressional members, looked them straight in the eye, and tilted what the his fuck? body I mean, what the fuck? and said, I don't know how to tell you guys, pointing his finger, I've never used steroids in my life, and I kid you not, because I injected this guy personally, I almost broke down laughing. <laughs> right oh there, I God. said, I said, I seriously, I said, seriously, doo-doo-doo-doo, fucking Twilight Zone, this is crazy, it's a reality TV show, these fucking guys are just lying to congressional members like they don't fucking exist, they have no respect for our laws, and I'm thinking, holy shit, the only way Palmero can actually do that is by having Major League Baseball and their player association back him 100%, mm -hmm. and that's what they were doing. They were back in his play 100%. This was completely orchestrated, and you know, a, a whole scheme was brought up. I'm trying to make me look crazy. It was basically so you were that you testified. Yeah, we all I used tons of guys used. Yeah, this you was, had shot both of them up, and right. you couldn't say. I shot these guys up because they testified. Mark testified to nothing, right? He was like, I don't want to talk about the past. Well, he, you know, Mark's a great guy. Poor yeah, guy. no, he, 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 like he just said, guy. I don't want to talk about the past. I want to talk about the future. Let's move on forward. That's all he said. Got it. And to me, that's an admission of guilt, but he didn't say I'm guilty. But I have to understand something, guys. Mark was being pressured by Major League Baseball. Right. If he doesn't go along for what, the, what, what they're saying. He's blackballed too. He's fucked. Right. He has no job. He has no future. No nothing. He's, he does have seven. So he was between. Mm -hmm. He was between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. Do you? Are you, you in know? touch with him at all? No. Do you guys don't speak? No. They're if not you saw him in the street, would you? Would you guys say hello? Yeah, I'd say hi to him. He Do you might think he'd say hi back? No. Yeah, I mean, Mark's a real nice guy. He probably would. Yeah. Who are right, you? You're not friends just because you were never that close. You just worked together. No, we were friends. He's one of the nice guys in the game. It's just that um, you know, once his book came out. Basically, Major League Baseball sent a message: Do not speak with Jose Canseco. Do not talk with him at all. Then I say a word: Do not call him. Period. Um, I was completely severed. I was like ostracized. I was like a leper in the corner, and nobody come near me. They didn't want us to talk to you, but I was like, "Fuck you, Major yeah. League Baseball." The I don't champs even like your well, that's sport. That's how brave we are. Here. I don't ball, you guys fucking care about your sport. Yeah. Um, so you can't. How about how about Clemens? Same thing. Roger, I'll be honest with you. Really good friend of mine. Use family completely, and. We never talked about, you know, him buying steroids or using steroids or him trying to get in contact with anybody to use steroids. I never saw him use steroids or do anything of the sort. That's the honest to God's truth. That's so. interesting. And, and you would. And, and, and you know what? You would think that if he would have, he would have trusted me and come to me. Right. Because I was, I was the guy who helped all the other players. Well, I, that's how I feel. I want, he I never need did. you to take we me away. He never did. Ray, yeah. Ray Liotta in the movie Field of Dreams. Steroids or no? Um, no, I mean, they were barely hitting out of the infield. Right. I doubt it. Yeah, right. that's no, true. That was, that's true. That's um, right. Okay, so for as much shit as you've gone through, you don't seem that, you don't seem wrecked by it. No, I have very, very, very thick skin. You started a whole oh, other from the steroids. Thick skin. You started a whole other no. career outside of baseball, right? Doing um, yeah, um, MMA. No, well, or? yeah, I've, I've been involved there. The reality TV show programming, producing MMA, acting. Right. You fought. You fought Hong yes. Man Choi I in fought Japan. The yes. Boy, Talk Hong to Man us Choi. about the Hong Man Choi, that 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 fight. Oh, so we boy. just watched it before we started rolling. Yeah. Hong Man Choi uh, is a seven foot four, seven four, seven two, three hundred sixty-five. YouTube pounds. Hong he, Man Choi Canseco fight. It's he makes incredible. Jose look like a like, like a us. small shot, like, like a, one of us, like a teenage boy. Yeah. yeah. All right. So talk to us about that. Well, the story behind that, what people don't even know, is that um, 
I used to play a lot of softball, and I was playing softball one day. And you played baseball too, as well, right? Yeah, baseball cool. a little bit. But uh, I was playing shortstop. Were you playing in like beer? What kind of leagues were you? No, it, it was a co-ed league. I played the high A, whatever it was co-ed league. It was a lot of fun. Wait, is this people? after baseball? Are you gonna let me tell a story? Please go ahead. Sorry, this is we're interesting. We're playing playing softball, though. We're famous for interrupting, so please, we'll shut the fuck up. Before you say anything, prepare to shut the fuck up. But uh, okay, so playing softball, I tear my knee up, I twist it completely, tear the calf, ACL, the whole gamut. I'm on crutches. Finally get off crutches, and then they call me. Uh, Jose, we have a fight for you in Japan against Hung Man Choi. And I'm like, okay, Hung Man Choi, let me look him up. I go look him up. My God, he's a 7'2", 365-pound giant. So, uh, you know, I say to them, well, you know what? I'm, I'm interested. I do have a martial arts background. What martial art? Uh, black belt in karate, taekwondo, and muay thai. How do they know that's how they knew to get, to yeah, get exactly. in touch with you? Exactly. Okay. Okay. Plus, I tried to get into the fight game before that. Really didn't take it real serious, but then eventually... And you yep. were like, fuck it, I'll play softball. Yeah, I'll play softball. I'm a black belt in pussy eating, actually, so but, I relate uh, to you a great deal. You're so vulgar. <laughs> it's been said You before. don't belong in this On show. On the deadly streets no, of Oakland. That's the thing. You're so vulgar. This, this, don't this bully. Show, like for little kids or something? No. No. It's not. <laughs> All right, so um, as I'm talking to these guys from Japan, I'm thinking in my mind to myself, I'm going to tell them thinking. an incredible amount of money, so they're going to have to say no. But then they're going to take me serious as a fighter, and once I heal, I can fight later on. Mm -hmm. So I give them this amount. I'm going to say what amount it is, but it was the highest amount anyone ever got paid there. And they call me back two days later and say yes. I'm like, huh? Surprise, motherfucker. Exactly. You're going to pay me that much money to fight this guy? So they wire transfer right away half of my account. Whoa. Said, We're going to give the other half when you get there and fight Hung Man Choi. How much time do you have to, to before two weeks. the fight? Whoa. Two weeks. Two weeks to You're, fight this and guy. You, when did you have surgery? No, I didn't. I, I, I just oh, had you hadn't even had surgery. I didn't you even have surgery. You had basically no ligaments. Yeah, my leg completely destroyed. Ugh. Even right now, you can see my calf is a lot smaller on my left side. But um, I'm like, holy moly. So then I call him back a day before. And I tell him, listen, I hurt my knee working out, doing kicks against against a bag, training for Hung Man Choi. Mm -hmm. They go, no, you don't understand. You got to come down here. We promoted you. They got close circuit TV. In Japan, they, they made so much money off of me, uh, promoting your first fight in Japan, and you're well-known here, you're well-loved. you got to come down and say, listen, I can't fight. Um, can I do, like, color, play-by-play -play or whatever announce? No, you got to get in the ring. We don't care what you do. And I'm like, okay. But here's the thing. My knee's very bad. Can I wear a custom knee brace that I had made? They say, yes, don't worry about it. Come down to the best you can. With spikes on it. <laughs> That's right. Spikes. Poisonous yeah. spikes. Yeah. Poisonous yeah. spikes. So now Giant killer I, I fly down there, and um, right before the fight, I go out there. Right before the fight, I'm doing some combinations. I do a kick, whatever. Oh, and it was okay. Now, this rules guy comes and starts checking my body, my hair, make sure my mouthpiece is right. And then I wore long pants because— Your hair was beautiful, by the way. Thank you, mother. Thank you. <laughs> now, I wore long pants because under my pants, I had a, a custom-designed knee brace with the metal bars to keep my leg from extending. Right. So this guy's patting me down, and he pats down the brace, and he goes, no, no, you can't wear that. No, no, you can't. What are you talking about? The promoter said I can wear this knee brace. The guy goes, no. This guy makes me take off this knee brace. And now it's three minutes before the fight. Jeez. And you know when you wear, I don't know if you guys had an injury, you wear a knee brace for a month or two, mm -hmm. and you take it off, your leg feels like not reinforced, it feels weak, uh -huh. like cold, and the heat's not there. So then I go, holy shit. So then 
at the time my girlfriend Heidi was there, I throw a combination, I throw a kick, a low high kick, and my knee slides oh. right out of the joint. Oh, fuck. And I go down on the corner, and then my girlfriend says, oh, my God, your knee just came out. Of I said, yes. So I'm sitting there in the corner thinking, oh, my God, now they're announcing me. And now Your knee's like in the fl- flopping around and in the wind. my knee's flopping okay. like jelly. Uh-huh. Jose Canseco. Then I'm thinking, okay, I'm here. Fuck it. Let's go fight. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, exactly. Oh, shit. What do I do? So now we're walking down. Now, as I step into the ring, these thoughts go into my head. I either have to knock this guy out quick. One of the three things is going to happen. I'm going to have to knock him out quick. He's going to knock me out real quick. And my knee's going to give out. Yeah. So when I come into the ring, I'm in there, and then here comes Hung Man Choi, the techno giant, they call him. They're doing all this music. Da, 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 da. He's coming out. And I kid you not, this guy g- gets fucking bigger every time I look at him. Yeah. I mean, he's got that uh, gigantism, which he's constantly growing all the time. Yeah. He steps right over the top of the ring. His feet are like this. And his hands are massive. He smells the blood of an Englishman. Oh, no. He smells the blood of a little child yeah. out there in the corner <laughs> he's about to kill. So then... Him and I go to the center of the ring, and I'm looking at this guy straight up. And I've never looked at a man like that, like, what the hell am I fighting here? Yeah. He's got a head the size of a horse. Yeah. First thing I think is, I have to fight a horse. I'm fighting a goddamn horse. And you, f- you fought horses before. So what? Yeah, and one, but no. So then we, we the bell, I come back, the bell rings, engine. and I'm telling myself, I'm going to do a lunch punch, try to break his jaw, knock him down right away. Yeah. So I come, I we check a his. A lunge punch? It's called, yeah, because he's so tall, I got to come right. up and, and direct my speed straight up instead right. of across. And I kid you not, I threw this punch at this guy. I hit any normal human being with this punch, I'm going to prison for 15 years. Because their jaw's going to crack white right in half. I mean, I'm six foot four, 255 pounds, for God's sake. Right. I hit this guy. I guess I didn't fully extend or his jaw. He's got that, um, they say he's got that. He is horse and, mouth. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I, <laughs> He's a straight up horse. Yeah. And I crack him in the jaw. He just goes back. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, exactly. I heard that. Fuck, man. And I'm like, seriously, it went through my mind. I went, what the fuck? <laughs> this guy didn't fall down. Now I'm thinking, what am I going to do? I got a messed up knee. I'm trying to fight this guy off. He's, he's so big and strong and powerful. And his shoulders are so wide. I can't really move. I hit him with a front kick. I Muay Thai roundhouse kick so hard in the ribs that my whole shin was bruised. And he just gallops away. And he just, and I hit him with another side kick. It goes back like 10 feet. And I'm thinking, there's nothing I can do to this guy. Mm-hmm. So luckily, actually, it turned out good for me because I go for another combo. He throws a jab, and I throw a jab at the same time. He hits me. I thought he was out of range, but his arm was so long. Right, right. He hits me with a jab from like three feet away. I kid you not. And... I'm like, wow, I just got hit with the longest jab, kind of running into it. I thought he broke my orbital. Orbital's the, mm-hmm. the shin bone. I thought he cracked it because I heard a crack and I went Oof. back. Oh, I was knocked out for about half a second on uh-huh. my feet. I'm like, then I kind of woke up, but I got pissed off and went at him again. And But eventually it turned out well because as I rotated around his left, if you, in the corner of the ring, when I extended my leg, it gave out completely. Yeah. It just folded. It kind of went, uh, kind of went like an accordion, like, rent, rent. I went, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. I'm done. <laughs> So I went to grab my leg. When he came at me, I tried to throw a kick. It was gone. Put me on the ground. Luckily. Did you ever think about detaching your leg and just beating him with it? I put a beat in my leg. (laughs) But luckily, I didn't land on my back. Because if I land on my back, he's 270, 65 pounds. If he catches me on my back, he's going to pound me with my face and probably crack my jaw. So luckily, I fell on my side. He locked me down. Started pounding me in the back of the head. 
he put so much weight on my shoulder and locked his leg in between mine that even when I tried to turn, so much mass I couldn't. So I just right. decided, okay, let's be smart here and tap out. Yeah, did you when a guy when you're in a ring with a guy and you, there's just no and nothing you do is what do you do? You just go, I have to. What am I gonna do? You do the best you can. I mean, there's you, nothing. You still you're still fighting, and you 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 don't surrender per se. You're just like eh, I think no, I there's surrender. You can do. Yeah, I, I surrender. mean, there's there's once he's got you in that position, there's not much you can do because you know it's just he's a professional fighter. I fought him at 45 years old. Mm-hmm. I fought him with an extremely bad leg. Now everything being even. If I had some training behind that, some cardio, and a really good leg, I probably would have put on 30 more pounds and fought him at 280 pounds. It would have been a whole lot of a better fight. Right. But you're talking about a 28-year-old monstrous champion at the time. Right. Super Hall competition. Even the other fighters were saying, Jose, you must be fucking crazy fighting this guy. Did Hong Man Choi come to your locker room afterward and go, I'm sorry you lost, Jose, but hop on. Clip, 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 clip. <laughs> and you guys just rode off <laughs> and he gave you a ride home. Actually, he speaks no English. <laughs> yeah, he had an I interpreter there after the fight. Um, he's a real nice guy. He helped me out afterwards when he yeah. clubbed me. But after the fight, I went into his locker room, and he was tilted over in his stomach. Uh, I guess the roundhouse kick, I hit him. I hit him pretty him good. Up. But then I took pictures with him. He was a real nice guy. I mean, oh, he was cool. part of the game. For English, press one. Yeah. You don't have any hard feelings after the match. Right. It's just two gladiators, and they're going after it. Totally. That's how it really is. Well, what's interesting to me about you, Jose, is that you you know, you know, were saying that they tried to make you look crazy. and you're, I am crazy. Your personality on Twitter is that of a crazy man, and you're not a crazy man. You're here. You're like, yes, yes, I am. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. I can't. You. I know you would. I know. Get him <laughs> off Twitter. Silence. I kill you. If you have, if you're not following Jose on Twitter, you should. He's comedically brilliant, and I thought you. I thought, oh, this dude is crazy, and now you're like such a regular and smart dude. I'm not regular. I'm not bright. Okay, well, you're gonna right. mess up my yeah, Twitter. Don't, follow, okay? right there, man. Sorry, don't be sorry. crazy. Yeah, what the fuck, man? What's wrong with you? <laughs> Uh, no, I want some bullshit right there. Yeah. I want to read some of these tweets. Playboy Mansion Celebrity Golf Tournament told you my life sucks, but not as bad as yours. Well, that that's kind of like saying that my life is like an extreme roller coaster. Some days, you know, it's it's horrible. It sucks uh, being blackballed constantly. You can't get a job anywhere. Um, try to get affiliate with Major League Baseball. Everything goes wrong, but then the next day, you're kind of like at the Playboy Mansion playing golf and having fun with a bunch of gorgeous-looking women. So my life is – there's no consistency to it. I mean, it's just ridiculously incredible. I kill you and complete <laughs> you at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> just walk us through these. Just tell us your process. Do I really have to explain <laughs> that one? Um, I, think, I, I think saying that the truth kills most people. And they can't take it, so it hurts them. But at the same time, I complete them because they get full entertainment. This is a good one. Turn that shit around on them. (laughs) I am a modern-day Clinton Eastwood. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's misspelled. I think I'm Clint Eastwood. Hey, so does like your Bill Clinton you and, made that and shit up. Eastwood put together? You oh, made that's that funny. up. That's Clint where you pull your you dick not? out and you say, go ahead, make does my your, day. Does your phone not have autocorrect? <laughs> it doesn't. You write some wild shit. Keep going, Neil. Look, I got some big fingers sometimes. The things are really small. I love it. <laughs> um, so it fucks it up. Who's this <clears throat> woman? Is she real? Who? The one that you tell you have like love letters to on Twitter. A Layla or something? Yeah, Layla. Yeah, it's my girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, girlfriend. Models. Is, is any problems, goddammit. All right, sorry, we'll back off. Go what ahead. What kind of problems do you have with women? 
Oh, like God. generally, I don't even want to mention. Just uh, we can move on. <laughs> what they get they obsessive? They get obsessive. Yeah. yeah, you don't seem. You seem a bit obsessive yourself. No, I'm not. Really. <laughs> um, <laughs> what else you got, Neil? Class in session. Professor Canseco in session. <laughs> <laughs> Both in session. That's what I. You know, that's when I get on. I say class and session, get ready. I'm going to straighten you guys down. I'm going to tell you what life is really about. You have done that today. Absolutely. Sure. Uh, it's just a fact. It's just a class on facts and truth. That's what it really is. We all can grow and we all can learn. What is this thing with Shaq? You want to fight him? Yeah, I'm trying to get him into a fight. Yeah, I mean, I fought Hung Man Choi. I want to fight Shaq. Shaq is known in the uh, now in the world of MMA. He wants to fight. He's done some boxing. He uh, he said he wanted to fight Hung Man Choi. I said, listen, Shaq, you better fight me first before you get in the ring with Hung Man Choi. You, you think you win, Shaq? Yeah. Yeah. But he's Shaq. not a fighter. He's not a fighter. Right. He's Shaq also is not really out of shape. Shaq, yeah, if you're I mean, listening. I mean, he's a big man. He's seven foot one, 350 pounds, but he's very out of shape. And I'm not going to – I mean, when I fight Shaq or if I get to fight him, I'm going to do six months of training, probably fight him close to 290 pounds and, and re- really, you know, show him a few things. Uh, here's one from Jose. I love Dancing with the Stars. I have the hips of a 20-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever see me do martial arts, the way I kick, I do have hips of a 20-year-old. I'm a genetic freak in the sense, sense of... You kind of humble, these are kind of like humble I mean, brags. go, on, yeah. go yeah. on YouTube and look at the, or my Facebook where like two weeks ago, I did a six eleven axe kick. I mean, uh, inside crescent kick. Is that a I band? I kicked this pad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, that's your jawline, Shaq. Come on, fight me now. I would love to see you fight Shaq. Yeah. You have the hips of a twenty year old and the nicest ass in baseball. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, I'm glad you're saying that back to me. <laughs> Most of you clowns will die before the age of eighty if you don't pay attention <laughs> to what I have to say. On the average, I think it's eighty five, right? Meaning, I mean, mean if I think there's a lot of people that would be happy to die at the age of 80. Wait, do no, you mean clowns, no, no, clown, no. Actual clowns? Or no, I'm talking about people who don't listen to, uh, you know, how, how to maintain young, anti-aging supplements, techniques, um, workouts, and so forth. How old do you think you'll live till? 130. Come on. I'm serious. I thought 130. Yeah. I like it. You'll be the right there with Jose, Baseball legend Jose Canseco will also be the oldest living man ever. Yes. Wow. Okay, here's one from Jose. Right. Here's one from Jose. Can we clone a human and how long does it take? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a ho in there somewhere? And how long? Yeah. How long does it take? Isn't that who you fought in Japan? Yeah, he fought how long. Yeah. Yeah. How long, too. How long, how long? <laughs> what was one? Now, yesterday you declared. Um, as, as far as I remember, you declared. Uh, I declare. I do declare. Hold the cold on. I'm your Huckleberry. Um, class in session, Professor Jose Canseco in session. That's the third time you've read that. The Al Gore. You declared Al Gore dead. You said Al. <laughs> Al Gore was a a space bar head of his time. I miss him. <laughs> Rest in peace. I'm in his thoughts. His thoughts. Hug, hug for you. His thoughts. You're like hilarious, his dude. Thoughts. See, they have double meanings depending on the way you want to take it. His thoughts. Did uh, you? Yeah, I stumbled you. <laughs> what am I going to say? No, you said, no, and then you said today it wasn't. No one caught you. You said, what did you clowns learn yesterday <laughs> other than gore is not deed? <laughs> now I, just I can't claim that one. Uh, I'm gonna what? kill somebody I know. If the, Jose, what if you had a message that you wanted to tell the world on the champs? What is it? Damn, slap a liar. Slap a liar. Yeah. 
Fuck these player haters. Trust slap me, a liar. Man. Trust me. No liar. Slap him across the face. Oh, slap a liar. That's a good message. What are you looking to do in the next couple little period of your life? Well, I'm going to win the lottery Friday. After right. that. So I'm going to invite you guys on my yacht. Awesome. Come. Yeah. So, and I'm going to invite a couple of my, uh, maybe a thousand of my tweet followers with me for about a week. Party in Vegas. What kind of yacht are you going to get when you win that? You're going to get a pretty uh, big one. Yeah, it's going to have to be at least. Like a Carnival Cruise style. Like, yeah, with a sail. 300, 300 footer. The sail will be made of the skin of Tommy Lasorda. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be enough skin. We can, have, skin. we can have <laughs> sail forever. <laughs> um, no, but really, what do you? What What are your plans in uh, in uh, the near future? Um, I'm going to play baseball because physically I can still do it at some level somewhere. I'll definitely play. And I think after that, don't one. play softball. It's too dangerous. <laughs> yeah, you got You'll hit. hurt your knee. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Jesus. What were you gonna that's say? That's why that? I only hit. That's about it. Or play first base, and um, you know, get back to playing baseball at whatever level. I think eventually, physically, when I can't do it anymore, mm-hmm. uh, manage and teach somewhere. What do you think was more addictive, steroids or baseball? Baseball is the big addiction. There's no doubt about it. Do you under, Do you feel like you understand when people like write you off when they go, dude, you're 47. No one's ever played at that age. Just because they can't do it doesn't mean I can't. This right. dude's gonna live to be 200. No, I know. Years he's old. He's no, there is a player a who's time. there's a player who's 49 who's playing right now. That's true. Wait Are a minute. Didn't they just sign Vizquel? He's 45, 46. Yeah, yeah there's some yeah. Uh, some. Um, well, Greg Maddox yeah. and those guys still, but they're the, pitchers. I mean, um, yeah, that's well, pitching wise, you really lose. A lot at that age. Hitting wise, you don't lose that much at that right. age. Well, yeah, pitching seems co- like that's going to really coach, ruin your. Could you not coach college? Um, maybe, maybe. I haven't really looked at that. I'd like to stay at the idea. pro ball level right now. Yeah, but right. maybe. You ever think about but getting I mean, into stand up? <laughs> you're pretty smart. Thanks, buddy. Okay. What about me? No. Okay. All you right. are okay. vulgar. I, I can't yeah, lie. I am no. vulgar. That's Take true. those glasses off. Maybe I might say maybe. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I feel like you could. <laughs> no, sorry. You no, could no. Uh, You could coach. It just seems like. Uh, yeah, because it seems like the MLB is never going to touch you. You'll be no, radioactive. No, no, no. I'll be. Let me see. If I live to be 150, all the owners die. Um, change your name. Turns over five, six generations. Yeah, just I wait them out. Right. You know what I was thinking about doing seriously? I was thinking about going to Cuba. Having complete facelift, changing my look, somehow swimming all the way to swimming all the way to to Miami, (laughs) saying I just fucking land here. I'm 25 years old. Yeah, I'm a Cuban defective. I want to play baseball. Yeah, I think I could fucking get back to Vegas at that. That that would be that actually hilarious. First, folks, that is yeah. Don't trust any uh, defector because it could be Jose Canseco. Yeah, and all they have to do is all they have to do is see me hit a baseball 550 feet, 600 feet, and then man, guy's got talent. Who is he? I'll I'll play dumb, mean name, no say. I come from Cuba. You don't even know your name? I, <laughs> I don't, <laughs> don't, your don't name. remember. I am like Starman. I just yeah, know no, baseball. No say. You I, never will I be famous. Stupid, no say. And just not like I have amnesia. No shark attack. I don't know. Uh, Jose Contego, I'm really happy that you came. So am I. I'm, Thank uh, you this so much. You're a good I'm, – I'm a fan for life. Thank and you. And you, you won't believe the One amount. One more Twit follower. Yes. Yeah. You'll Perfect. Get uh, you won't believe the amount of people that will uh, appreciate you for doing this. I've never heard you do an interview like this. Have this you done a lot of interviews, like long interviews? Not this long. I don't think so. No. <laughs> I'm just learning what a podcast yeah, is. Yeah, no. The legendary baseball player, the fighter, the nicest ass in baseball, going to live to 130, fought a horse and lived to tell the tale. Thank you very much. For and going to win the lottery. That's right. Slap a don't liar. Don't jinx me. And slap a liar.